Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples in Marvel Sucks! I'm Cade Weiberg, and no it doesn't. Uh, today Jordan made me watch a film mm-hmm. called Isle of Dogs. We're talking about a film here, not, we are not talking, just a movie. No, we are talking about, what does that mean for films? I will go, I will mention going into this, Yeah, I am not a Wes Anderson fan. Sure. Uh, so it is, I went in with kind of a low bar. Yeah. Uh, but you know what I am a fan of? What? This theme. Great theme. Yep. Really stellar. Class. Um, so, so pertinent to when we're talking about just random movies we see at the theater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marvel needs to get on that once a month train. Yeah. Could well, you imagine? I mean, we're, we are approaching quickly <laughs> their next release. We are, whew, it's a week from now. Yeah. It is rare that we're this close to a Marvel release. And talking about it. Yeah. Able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And even talking about something else this close to a Marvel release. Yeah. So... <sighs> Infinity War comes out in 10 days. 10 days. This is also, this is probably going to drop after the Infinity War podcast, so that won't make a lot of sense. That's true. Uh, but That is in the rear view mirror. If you listen to them chronologically. Yeah. So you have already heard how much I love this movie, how I think it is better than all of Wes Anderson's movies combined. What do you think to- about the 30-minute hardcore sex scene in the middle, though? <laughs> I know we talked about this on the last episode, but that still blows my mind well, that Marvel would do that. Thanos and uh, well, yeah, Scarlet he had, Witch. He had the, all those stones, so he was just like, everyone have sex in the whole planet. And then they did for 20 minutes. He got all the stones halfway through the movie, and then there's a 30-minute orgy scene. Yeah. Wow. Global. I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought it was your favorite part, even. Uh, no. <laughs> I sort of don't remember that part at all, in fact. Huh. That is kind of odd. Yeah. We, this movie has outsold, and you're a math guy, so you can help me out. You like math. I've heard of it. Yeah, you are a fan (laughs) of math. Um, So, fill me in on this. Do Uh do a little math for me. Yeah. So, this movie, Black Panther was the highest pre-sale Marvel film to date. Superhero Mm -hmm. film to date, in fact. And I'm trying to think what other pre-sales really outdo. Like, they're saying superhero specifically to sort of isolate it. Yeah. So I think Star Wars definitely has a big pre-sale. What Mm. else do you think pre-sells? Not a lot. I think, like, it's only your biggest blockbusters. I mean, I bet, like, Ready Player One had a handful of pre-sales, but not not many. Like, why would you? But why are you saying... So they're saying superhero specifically. I'm just thinking that there's got to be another group of movies that just shatters this pre-sale record and i guess it's star wars maybe harry potter yeah it it has to be a franchise probably something more fam like family related like they want to buy tickets like beforehand and just sort of like they're planning the weekend it doesn't seem like there'd be anything competing with superhero movies anyway really Correct. You'd think that they'd have the market, yeah. especially since they are the best films I mean, out no, there. N- what other movie would possibly demand like full theaters? Like even really good movies, you just don't like. There's there's room. You don't want to go to them because they're bad. <laughs> really good movies, you want to go to because they're good. Uh, no. Um, so do a little math for me here. Mm. This movie outsold. I, I texted you in a panic mm-hmm. on my way to work the other day. I read this news article that awoke me, mm-hmm. uh, my Marvel app 
or yeah. uh, my news, Google News, was notifying me um, that Infinity War has beat the pre-sale record of the past seven Marvel films, yeah, which I think is everything after Avengers 2. Yeah, what I'm curious about is how long they've been doing this pre-sale thing. Is this a recent phenomenon? Probably, right? Yeah. No, so, I mean, they had it for Avengers 2. You could pre I, I think mm-hmm. the... No, because Star Wars, surely, like Phantom Menace, I bet you could pre-order your tickets. I don't know, because it didn't... Or, well, I mean, I guess people still do this, too, but, like, the Fandango. waiting in lines. Oh, we ordered our Dark Knight Rises tickets a month and a half in advance hmm. to get... But we were, like, at a special IMAX screening opening night. Yeah. So that hmm. was pretty neat. Um, I got this great Bane poster. Hmm. That for the pre-sale? For the pre-sale yeah. of the movie, and they hand them out to everyone who bought the, the special tickets, hmm. and I hung it up in my room at home. I moved away. My mom threw it out. Oh. Can you believe that? Yeah, I mean, I would have, but oh. <laughs> it's a bummer for you. <laughs> oh, she has some just dumb bullshit in my room now. <laughs> what, do, what do your parents put in your room? I don't have a room. My parents you don't have a room. After high school, my parents moved, and they're uh-huh. like, you're not living here. Okay. They just have a guest room. That you frequent sometimes. Yeah. Frequent rarely. Yeah. <laughs> they have, they have two guest rooms. Okay. One which is like kind of, it's got some stuff that used to be in my room. Mm-hmm. And my sister's uh, stuff is a little bit in the other guest room. Okay. So it's kind of like guest rooms flavored <laughs> as my old room. So it hints of Jordan. It hints as of it, Jordan. As yeah. if you died and this was sort of just a nice way for your parents to communicate to your guest, to their guests, mm-hmm. that you yeah. were once a boy. Like there, there's like a bookshelf, and it has a bunch of books that like a, a teen boy would have read. And a whole bunch of uh, girly mags and all that other yeah. stuff that I'm sure yeah, you were into of, back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> all my old spank material <laughs> <laughs> on the wall, being broadcast to your parents' yeah. guests. It's a really loving tribute. <laughs> that was very kind of them. Yeah. Um, anyway, you digress. So I woke up to this notification and. I freaked out. I texted you and I said, we got to go buy these tickets now. Yeah. They have beaten the pre-sale, the Black Panther pre-sale. This did beat the Black Panther pre-sale in six hours. Huh. The selling for this movie. Yeah. And I ha- guess what I was wondering, though, mm-hmm. with this pre-sale thing is it's the last seven combined. Yes. But is that how impressive is that? Because like if that if, was I, that was my next question. If Black Panther sold like I don't, I don't even know what's a reasonable number, like maybe a hundred thousand pre-sale is yeah. enough to be number one, in sure. which case this could have sold two hundred thousand and the other ones were just like so small or a hundred thousand and one. Yeah. I Civil War didn't even. I showed up to Civil War opening night, and that wasn't nearly as crowded as Avengers 2 was. Yeah. Which is odd, because Civil War was just a much more fantastic movie. Yeah, I'm curious how hype this is going to be. Like, <laughs> It's going to be hype, there's no doubt. Yeah. But just... You think it's a $2 billion movie? I'm gonna, All right, so now time for our fav- favorite segment. Will this beat Avatar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've definitely touched on this in the past. <laughs> Do you think I, I think this movie's gonna beat Avatar? Uh, Finally, knock that shitty blue people movie down a peg. Yeah. Do you think Avatar two though will beat this? Oh God, I fucking hope not. I think Avatar was just like two thousand nine. What what blockbusters were happening? I just, we just got Iron Man one. I can't help but shake the feel, or I can't shake the feeling that Avatar two is gonna be huge. Why? And I, I, that's what about I Avatar I don't get it. I didn't like the first Avatar, but it was huge. We hate Avatar. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, there's some cool visual stuff going on. But, the, but it's like three hours. And they're was, searching for something called unobtainium. It was just so... Bland. Yes. So you think it just translated well to foreign markets? 
There's, there's no telling. It did not make any sense. <laughs> it's like like they were hiring people to go see it. So they spent a billion dollars. <laughs> and people saw it. <laughs> yeah. It's like they paid a billion people one dollar to see this ten dollar movie. Yeah. And they did. Basically, that's oh. what it feels like. So Black Panther, and they're also advertising that Black Panther has uh, done very well domestically. Yeah. So like almost seven hundred million. Yeah. Do you think? And I think that's the highest-grossing superhero movie domestically. Mm. Maybe. Do you think that has something to? Or do you think that doesn't translate as well to foreign markets? Because that's top ten highest-grossing movies at this point. I think it's right behind Avengers two. It might have surpassed Iron Man three. Yeah. It's very close to all of the three, or the three of them are very close together. Mm. And then Avengers is number five on the total lit, or maybe it's four. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Black Panther definitely resonates, I think, with just because the the villain's plot yes. is very America-centric. Yep, sure. And if you don't get, like, I mean, I don't know how well other countries understand race relations in America. Like, I don't mm. understand race relations in any other country, <laughs> no. so. I think we're the only country with race relations. I'm not even sure relations. I understand race relations in this country. <laughs> <laughs> very complicated issue. Did you watch the Chadwick Boseman Saturday Night Live? No. Oh. I still haven't gone back to watch Pretty it. Pretty mediocre, honestly. Yeah. Because then John Mulaney hosted the following week. Mm-hmm. And I've seen was, John Mulaney's. Oh, every skit was hilarious. Well, I, his monologue was so good. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing better than a comedian doing the monologue Saturday Night Night. But how great was Because it's just like, it's it's like the best jokes they have from an hour special. Mm-hmm. And then they in put, five minutes. In, yeah. <laughs> it's just so jam-packed. They always deliver so well for a Saturday Night Live monologue. How great was that Lobster Lay Miz skit, though? Yeah. <laughs> he apparently wrote that in 2010 and they vetoed it. Like, and he brought, he's like, we're finally doing this. I'm hosting. I, Let's I, do this. I was wondering how many of the skits were kind of like that. Two. Really? Was, That's it? Yes, there were two. Because huh, I, I was feeling like he probably just writing there for five years and then yeah. being away for so long. There's no way he doesn't have that, oh, this would have been a good skit idea yeah. pop into his head. Yeah. It was that one and I think it was another one in the second half of the show. The, the drag queen update. one? <laughs> no, that was really great. <laughs> That's such a weird... He made such a funny, gangly yeah. Uh, yeah. drag queen. <laughs> it was pretty entertaining. It just loved... That was... Oh, that's such a John Mulaney bit, though. Yeah. That's, that skit had a terrible ending. Yeah. Like, it just, yes. like, petered out, like, oh my where'd God. that go? It's like he wrote the first... 75% of it, and then he's just like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Finish it off. Yeah, me. we'll improvise the rest. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is neither here nor there. Most of our fans probably have not seen the specific episode of Saturday Night Yeah, Live. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they know what they're getting into. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that basically I just calmed down. I went to the Regal to pre-order my ticket, and it w- didn't open for another 20 minutes. Mm. And I was supposed to be at work, so I was like, well, I can't not go to work for another 20 minutes Yeah. after already driving out of my way to go buy this ticket early. Right. Um, so I was just like, yeah, you know what? It'll be probably fine. Yeah. Like, uh, it was that basically that scene in Pineapple Express. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the film. Um... <laughs> A puzzled look on his face. I think I have seen it, but I don't know what scene you're referring They're to. They're in the woods, and uh, Saul is saying, or James Franco is saying... I've seen it once. Okay. They're in the woods. There's a very funny moment from the movie. They're in the woods, and James Franco is saying, they can track our cell phones. Like, they will know where we are. And Seth Rogen is freaking out. He's very paranoid. And he throws his phone against the 
against a tree, mm-hmm. he smashes it, and then yeah. James Franco just throws his, and he misses the tree, and he can't find it. He's like, ah, oh, they probably can't track those things anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen gets very frustrated. Yeah. So this was just me going in the theater. Ah, it probably won't be, won't sell out anyway. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I mean, every theater in the Regal will be showing this movie, hmm. which is, I mean, it, have you seen how many times? It was originally, there were, there was one 3D, one IMAX, and then four or five opening showings. Wow. That's now, crazy. Now there's eight regular showings. There's, that's insane. There's two IMAX and two 3D, and it's just growing every day. Huh. Because more and more people are Well, then surely tickets. there'll be a, a There'll spot. be a seat. It's just a matter of, I have work the entire next day until like 2 a.m. Because hmm. that's the theater's annual fundraiser. Hmm. That's a bummer. Uh, well, I just mean we can't organize, or we can't do a podcast that day. Unless you come to the the uh, gala and it's a hundred dollar ticket, um, heck a, no. There's a potato bar. Pretty Just get great. me in as a volunteer. You'd have to stay and help me clean up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't offer that first. Um, so anyway, we have to do this podcast that night. Hmm. It's really our narrow window of time. So if we see a ten o'clock showing, get out one a.m. We will have to launch this two hour podcast. Oop-wee. We'll be running on fumes. Oh, I won't. I will be so excited to talk about this movie. I'll be excited for the first 20 minutes, and then everyone will hear me drift off. <laughs> and they don't, I don't, honestly, I could probably do this one on my own. If I was to choose one to do by myself, this is one I could possibly yeah. get away with. That's kind of crazy that we're spending this much time talking about a movie that has already happened yeah. weeks ago. Maybe we should air this one before... Uh, uh, Unsane. Or A Quiet Place. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a quiet place. We didn't talk about this at all. That's We've true. talked about this a ton. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> Let's keep talking about it. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for this movie. I mean, you know, it's funny though, because I just mentioned a quiet place. Yeah. These people would not have known that a quiet place is even coming. So no. Look forward to that. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, they just announced Carrie Coon, hmm. uh, who is a hit star in the hit show The Leftovers. Okay. Which you have yet to watch. Yeah. Um, is the voice of Proxima Midnight. Which is who? One of the Black Order, Thanos. Oh, henchmen. right, yeah. She's the girl one of those. Hmm. The only girl. Yeah. Uh, and they just announced that yesterday. Hmm. So I sent a link to Patrick, who has been on the show, who is a big fan of The Leftovers, and hopefully the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. And I, or I tweeted at him, I said, there's never been a better time to hop on the Marvel bandwagon. And hmm. I copied a link to that article. Yeah. And, he's, and he responded saying, nothing gets me more excited for a movie that announces a casting decision a week out before its release. <laughs> Yeah, that is weird, but huh. I think they had already planned it, and yeah, I also don't have. think they, she has a lot of lines. Hmm. And because they you just think they're editing the CGI now to match her voice. No, God, just that'd be insane. Basically, my bar for this movie, I just think everything it it would be impossible for it to be bad. But they just also released uh, an embargo, or they're saying that the review embargo, I think they're doing special screenings, like Monday night is the very, the premiere screening, mm-hmm. and then they will do, and they're they're just trying, they say they're trying to avoid spoilers. Yeah. So the first review embargo will be lifted Tuesday, before the movie comes out on Thursday. Hmm. No one will be able to review this movie until then. And then they said, no, this is just Shirley, this is, or all of the the, the PR people so for Marvel. What, what are you what are you guessing for the Rotten Tomatoes score? 
See, well, what was Avengers? 92? Avengers, uh, the original Avengers was like at a 94, and I think it dropped down to a 92. Okay. When it first released, it was a 94. Yeah. And Avengers 2 was immediately an 88. Yeah, because that movie sucked. I, 88 is too high. <laughs> it was, I just watched it. I just came up on it in my cycle. Uh, it was pretty good. They mentioned a lot of Wakanda in there that I didn't pick up the first time because I hadn't seen Black Panther. Yeah. And now my every time I think about that movie, my opinion gets lower. Do you remember uh, when we originally did that podcast episode? You said at this point, and I quote you: mm-hmm. uh, "This movie did the coolest thing I have seen in a Marvel film up to this point." That's interesting. What was that in reference to? <laughs> <laughs> when Vision picks up the hammer. Wow. Because you yeah, thought that was that, a fun moment. You thought that was really, <laughs> you thought it was really stupid when they were playing the hammer lifting game beforehand. Yeah. And then you're like, "Why was that in the movie?" And then you see it, and you're like, "Oh, wow! Yeah. This is a film I'm watching, <laughs> not a movie." Yeah, but the a rest film. of it. Oh, James Spader! I hated him. That <laughs> he's still, whoa. I mean, James Spader's voice was very entertaining. I like the quirkiness. My only qualm about the movie, and I think it's a very fun popcorn flick every time I watch it. I've probably seen it six times at this point. Mm. Uh, It's called Age of Ultron. And the Age of Ultron doesn't last very long. Maybe like a couple days. Yeah. Not much of an age. (laughs) No, a very short-lived age. It should have been the moment of Ultron. Yeah, Moment of Ultron would have possibly been a better title. That being said, I still think the movie is stellar. Um, Obviously, the box office agrees because it did one... I think it's grossed more than Star Wars Episode Eight, which you liked a lot more than that, if I'm a betting man. Did you not like it more? I probably did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I liked it less than Civil War. Yeah. And it's... I just Of the Avengers movies, Civil War is the best of the Avengers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a Captain America movie. I know. That's my joke. It feels much more like an Avengers movie than a Captain America movie. Your favorite trilogy. Captain. Yeah. The first Captain America sucked. (laughs) The second Captain America pretty much sucked. <laughs> that the third one just movie. wasn't a Captain America movie. <laughs> That's how you justify liking it? Well, it really wasn't. <laughs> it's called Captain America Civil War. But how is it more about Captain America than it was about Iron Man? Because... In what sense? <laughs> <laughs> he has... It's about his... Like, Bucky is the backstory, the main the main inspiration for this Civil War. Yeah, His that, that movie is ninety percent Avengers. <laughs> ah, you no. know it is. No, I mean I love it. <laughs> yeah, but I could. I Why, love Winter Soldier. This isn't a criticism. Uh, no, it's, it's just a dumb title. I, de- <laughs> I definitely like it more than Avengers Two. Yeah, and again, I think they released that because Batman vs Superman was announced before they announced that it was Captain America Three Civil War. Yeah. So they just called it Cap 3 for a while. And then I think, do you think they just added like, all right, we have to beat out Batman and squash the DC universe. And they're sort of introducing Justice League. Let's make a better movie with all of the heroes we have thus far. Uh, I was just thinking uh, like, hmm, I wonder if it would be kind of interesting to watch some of the uh, the phase one movies. Right? And then I was like, I looked over at them and I was like, no, what? I don't want to watch any of those stupid movies. <laughs> just, I mean, I'm, I kind of want to see Avengers yeah. again. It's Maybe great. Iron Man. You walked in on me mid Ant Man. Come over anytime I'm watching these. Iron Man, Avengers. I don't know if I'd want to see Iron Man 3. I think I'd want to see like the first half of Iron Man 3. <laughs> the Christmas half. The Christmas half, yeah. <laughs> That's an odd thing to like about it. <laughs> I just do. I can't I can't explain it. Um, but the last scene with all the 
the metal suits flying around. That's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I know it is. Um, I did talk to one of my coworkers is a big Marvel fan, and we sort of just walk into each other's office uh, every day. Up leading up to Infinity, we're, we're like X amount of days left, and yeah. then we start talking about another article we read. Um, and he said Iron Man three is his least favorite, aside from. I don't think that's crazy. maybe he that's said reasonable. maybe he said Incredible Hulk might have been less good. I mean, Hulk is such garbage. <laughs> I can see, like, if you just turn your brain off, I don't think Captain America is... He likes like, Captain America. And I told him your stance on these films, and yeah. he thought it was crazy that you didn't like Captain America 1 or Iron... Well, no, Iron Man 2, I, don't, I think we both agree that yeah, uh, me and him watch. aren't that great big fans of Iron Man 2. Yeah. Uh, I do like Sam Rockwell. And now that I've seen Sam Rockwell in a lot more things, I think his character is a lot more entertaining. Yeah, he's a fun actor. Yeah, and you know it's it's Marvel, so it's hard not to like it. I guess I kind of want to see Captain America two again because you missed really, out. Well, I'm just I just don't get why that was acclaimed a ninety two. I'm not sure that I will on a repeat viewing either. But I'd love to kind of get like a confirmation of because if I rewatched it, I'd either be like, yeah, no, past Jordan was right, or maybe <laughs> I don't know. Past Jordan was right. Yeah. Like, maybe this is garbage. I don't... Well, see, you started out not liking Marvel, and now you do pretty much like 90% of Marvel. There are some exceptions, but... Of the last, like, five releases, I've liked Yeah. All of them, I think. No, this is great. The podcast is fun now. Yeah, let's see. And then... Obviously, Guardians would be okay to rewatch. Ant-Man, I have no real intention of saying... I thought I, I just started. I was halfway through it. I watched it last night and then went to bed yeah. halfway. It's really funny. Like I think there are a lot of really great jokes in I it. I think the best parts are Michael Carlos, Pena's yeah, Michael story. Pena. Yeah, I almost did it again. <laughs> Carlos, Carlos, what Every the time. fuck? This is a recurring segment. Well, on the now, podcast. now it's just like I've made it a mistake so much that my brain always does that thing. We is, can just call him Carlos from now on is if it, you want. It goes like, is it the wrong thing? Or the other thing, and you're like, I think it's the one I don't think it is, because it's always the one I <laughs> yeah, don't say. And I'm then you go to the wrong that. one. Oh, I hate that. I am familiar with that. Um, so anyway, oh, I, I'm, I'm digressing a bit. I, basically, when they announced this embargo, uh, the voices in my head, you know, everyone just has those voices. Sure. I have, my bar <laughs> for this movie is just so high. And the last movie that they wouldn't let people review until week of was Justice League. Because it was a big pile of shit. So I'm thinking, I mean, I know I will love this movie regardless. I think it's my opinion or my expectation is that it's going to be a bloated. That it's going to be too many things. It's the longest Marvel movie to date. I know. And they have a billion dollars going into this project. Plus two of the definitely most talented directors in the cinematic universe so far. The Russo brothers. Yeah, it just seems like it's going to be overfilled with... Well, and it's also two parts. Yeah. And they mentioned that this one, Infinity War, is its own entity, while Avengers 4 is also its own film. Because my biggest concern originally was it's just going to be Harry Potter Potter 7 Part 1, which sucked. Yeah, Um, build up. Yeah, but apparently that's not the case for this. But I'm just curious. Uh, and uh, they say it's to avoid spoilers, and I think that makes sense. That's believable. Although, if you're a PR guy, you also 
you know, you say that if you're not releasing reviews for another week or for another reason. You just blame spoilers. Yeah. I'm... (laughs) It'll be curious either way, whatever the reviews are. I kind of don't want to know the reviews before I go in. I know I'm not going to be able to keep myself away from Rotten Tomatoes. Tuesday morning, AM, I am just immediately... I feel like in the theater, people will be talking about it before the movie even starts, and I'm going to overhear it or something. Well... I'm not going to look it up. I you Yeah. I mean, I won't tell you anything. I'm not going to be able to contain myself. You know, I'm, though, I'm probably going to accidentally come upon it. I'll be like, oh, I want to go see this movie. What's it look like? And I'll be like, right on the side. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> By the way, Loki dies first five minutes. <laughs> um, I just, they also mentioned, uh, and I think I touched on this in a previous episode, uh, no actor or actress has read a full version of the script. Hmm. No one has any idea. The only person who read, and the people who did read bigger versions of the script, yeah. there were fake scenes thrown into them and fake twists to think so they would think that's what happens. You, the only tragedy there would be like, what if the best version of the script isn't what they went with? What if like some of the fake scenes were actually really good? <laughs> I can't imagine that would ever be the case. Apparently, uh, so. But then everyone would be able to predict what was in the movie based on the fact that it's not garbage. And every, all the other fellows garbage. <laughs> well, just isn't it odd that even the actors who starred in this movie have no idea what it's about? Yeah. They just know it like They might not even know there's a 30-minute orgy in there. <laughs> yeah, that might could be not. a surprise to them. <laughs> hey, Anthony and Joe, why am I just like, you know, thrusting against this green suit, man? Just go with it. It's It'll be explained when you see the film. Yeah. The only person who has allegedly read the entire script, and he, this is... He's, You're breaking down a wall with your pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Joe. <laughs> Motivation. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the person... Benedict Cumberbatch says he's the only one to have read the entire script, and I don't know if he got some fake scenes thrown in there, yeah. but the only way he was allowed to do... It was in his contract that he has to read the entire script just because of his acting chops. Of course. He's, he can't read just a scene, and he's like, what is my motivation for the entirety of the film? Yeah. Um, so he had to go into a room, and they basically had, they gave him a book that was locked to the table. He had to <laughs> surrender all of his electronic devices before he went in, yeah. and he could not leave the room until a certain, like, whenever he was done. Huh. But, and he obviously had to sign a non-disclosure agreement and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he's walking around like I know something you don't know. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, That's there's only there's only like five people who know anything about this movie. Yeah, and it's probably Kevin Feige, the directors, and then the, the writers, the editors. I don't know. I bet they gave him some fake <laughs> fake scenes to splice in. Isn't this a scene from Tobey Maguire's Spider Man? Edit it. And him with us singing and <laughs> yeah, dancing on the street. Could you imagine if that if Thanos like gets the Infinity Gauntlet and snaps his fingers and that's a sidebar? It's just like this is the alternate universe. This is our Spider-Man now. And I also I also read apparently there's an Arrested Development uh, reference, and that was like all I would just Google Infinity mm. War news every day, and that was the top article on every website. Heavy Arrested Development reference. Hmm. Which is an odd thing to reference. It's in probably just going to be a really lame finish each other's sandwiches okay. joke. You think? That's that's. I feel like that's such a Marvel joke. <laughs> finish each other's sandwiches. Yeah. Well, how would they find out about this? What the, oh, the, yeah, the reference? Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, he told them. <laughs> Guys, I know you love Arrested Development. What other jokes are obvious enough for Marvel? 
that show is a very smart show. Ahead blue of its myself? Time. No, That's, they wouldn't say that. Yeah. Who's blue? This is an avatar. Someone's blue. Someone's <laughs> got to be blue. <laughs> Nebula, I guess, is blue. Yeah, there you go. She's gonna say I blew myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I posted on the. I don't know if your sister told you. I posted on the Facebook page. Uh, mm. There's a. Uh, a meme going around saying Clint Barton missing. Let us know when you see him because we haven't seen any footage of Hawkeye yet mm-hmm. in all of the trailers and TV spots. Yeah, and I posted uh, to the Facebook page saying, "Let us know if you see this man or Jordan's taste in films." <laughs> and uh, yeah. a lot of positive feedback, That's including great. your sister. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just figured I'd fill you in. Uh, so in addition to all of this Infinity War hype. Uh-huh. Um, I also started watching The Wire. Oh, yeah? How I many, watched, uh... watched one. Watched the pilot. Okay. Baby Steps. Yeah. Um, it was good. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be... Sl- it, it It was just kind of... I Once I got to the end of the episode, I'm like, okay, I can see the appeal of this. Yeah. It was pretty slow at first. Yeah. But I, you got McNulty. He's cool. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's. It was good up yeah. overall. I is is this does the season or the series focus around the same characters or different per season? Because uh, I know they go to different people go in and out. Okay, like it. The story guides you know who goes in and out and okay. stuff. Like there's a reason people stay, a reason people leave. Like it's not just like people drop out because they're just not used anymore. Like West Wing had a character. It was in like the first two seasons, and then I guess people just didn't like her, so they just stopped writing her mm-hmm. in, and that was kind of lame because it's just like what there's no resolution there. <laughs> She's just gone now. But that well, the wire always has a reason for people to come and go. That's good. If my memory is correct, okay, well, and I believe it, it is. Will, hopefully, it will be. Yeah. Um, you know, Littlefinger's in it. Oh, yeah. I don't say season three though. So. Oh well, buckle in. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of watching to do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I will go about that. Maybe we do one episode at a time, mm-hmm. and then per week. So there's probably what fifty episodes of The Wire. So I'll be finished next yeah. year. I think you'll start to watch faster binge toward it. the end of each season, at the okay. very least. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty entertaining. Um, you watch anything recently? Just Kurosawa. Oh, how's that going? Good. <laughs> Very sure. entertaining. Do you have a, a message? Now I can't even bring up the... We haven't even brought up that you like Kurosawa because that was the silent, the, oh, the, the yeah. quiet place. This isn't going to make sense at all. Yeah, no, that's true. This is how the Russo brothers feel every day when writing and directing Infinity War. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, we don't plan this podcast at all. <laughs> I mean... We don't talk to each other about it before we go in. We don't have, like, a don't. plan. Even though we have said several times on the podcast that it's scripted. Yeah. <laughs> Which it is, of course. Yeah, exactly. But we don't plan the script. That'd be insane. Um, but we do read it verbatim. Yes, word for word. Yeah, as they say, verbate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you haven't watched anything else? Um, nothing with your movie pass. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, I was traveling all weekend. Okay. Normally, I would have seen a movie at some point between Thursday and Monday, but that was all solid. So solid, as in. I was busy oh, the entire time. That's what you used. I mean, I did that's... 20 hours of driving in that time. Plus, <laughs> and you didn't watch a film. Did not watch a film. Okay. Are you? Are you? Re- you're probably ready for self-driving cars. Yeah. No, that'd be a great place to watch movies. 
genuinely on an 11 be, hour yeah. car ride <laughs> i'd yeah. watch a ton There's so many i'd watch the complete seven samurai which is like 200 minutes that's too long that's a long movie that's, yeah yeah <laughs> Oof. i could not commit to that unless there is an avenger i think it. i'm gonna watch like a like, i'm gonna watch like a mini series okay that's probably how yeah. it was meant to be enjoyed yeah i bet i could edit it into 10 episodes that'd be neat <laughs> you should probably watch it first yeah <laughs> I'm still working on my Valerian fan edit. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> how how far into that? How's the Lord of the Rings edit coming? Uh, that one was abandoned. Oh, oh, that's such a shame. Yeah, that is such a shame. You probably that put one, a lot of time into that. I did put a decent amount. <laughs> I started cutting that thing up, and now it's abandoned. The Valerian was more pressing <laughs> because because the thing is, Lord of the Rings was good as all it is. as it is. Like it didn't need the rework. Yeah. Valerian is a troubled, troubled movie. It needs help. <laughs> it needed help. I got a cut some shit that out. It was very there's, kind of My biggest problem is there's a place, there's a whole Rihanna sequence mm-hmm. where she comes into the movie. We've talked about this on I mean, the Yeah, pod. yeah, whatever. She comes in, <laughs> saves them, then dies, and yeah. they're in different outfits. Yeah. And I need to get them from their normal <laughs> outfits to that, and Are I'm you, trying to figure out a way to do that. You want to splice in a scene of you and Alex just dressing up as them? Yeah. And then well, changing. I, one thing I was thinking about was instead of taking out the Rihanna part, mm-hmm. I would just garble her vocals and then okay. put subtitles in because her performance is bad. Oh. But if it's just subtitles, it mm. like like she's speaking in an alien language, yeah. and then I could fix the dialogue myself. And why did you change your clothes? Like basically, what would you say? No, no, I would just leave the whole sequence in, okay. but just change her dialogue. I see. Interesting. And then you wouldn't have to hear her act. <laughs> okay, I like it. <laughs> Not bad. But you still get to see her because she's attractive. Um, maybe. I've yeah. never actually seen a picture of Rihanna. That's hard to believe. I know. Yet here we are. Yeah. This this far into my my years of living. Well, huh? I guess that's our our full. Have you seen anything recap? Uh, yeah, yeah. That w- that's a good bit. Um. So right before we dive into that, this, is kind of a segment we do. Yeah. Have we you could, seen anything recently? We could name our segments. Yeah. Well, Seth's grievances. Yeah, that's is, one. That's the most popular one with fans. So we we always start off. With Marvel news, that's yes. block one of every yeah. show. Yeah, absolutely. Then we move into what have you seen this week, yes. and then we move into the third act. What is uh, the film? Like, also, going on? we well, there's a lot. And of obviously, there's a lot of interplay yes. between those segments. There's Seth's grievances. There's um, uh, uh, Glengarry Bedrock, mm-hmm. which we have yet to write. Let's do an episode where we just flesh that out, <laughs> flesh out an outline, and just we have put it off for too long. The day one fans are furious. Glengarry Bedrock. So like they walk into the office and they're they're chiseling stone plates mm-hmm. and they've got a stack a stack of stone plate leads mm-hmm. and he's talking into a toucan <laughs> or whatever however their phones. This work. stuff writes itself. We yeah. gotta do an episode. How do phones work in Flintstones? I guess we gotta. Yeah, well, we'll work out. We the gotta science. do some research. Yeah, it's vibranium actually, the magic oh. metal. Yeah, that's how they do it. Maybe it's like a. Um, no, it doesn't make sense. I was thinking like the really long neck dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they just stand in like the street and they reach their heads in to the, mm-hmm. the different houses. Yeah. And they go talk to each other uh-huh. and then they go back. <laughs> maybe. That could work. <laughs> okay. We'll uh, flush it out. It's just street. like a game of telephone. Yeah. Except for brontosauruses are doing the talking. Mm-hmm. I just want to write a script. Just, you know, just sort of flesh it out. Definitely an outline, plot-wise, casting decisions. We already have Sting doing the theme, mm-hmm. um, which... Why are we, are we not going with uh, John Goodman back as Fred? No, uh, well, 
we were talking about casting all Marvel MCU people oh. so it could tie into the universe. Hmm. But I suppose we could... Well, John Goodman, maybe we just cast him as, a, as an Avenger. Hmm. Maybe we let Mr. Feige know. He'd be a good villain. Uh, yeah. Potentially. Who? Ver who? What What hero would he... What would be the mirror matchup? Yeah. <laughs> definitely, it wouldn't be a mirror matchup, but he'd be a great, like... Well, he would have been a good Obadiah, whatever. Yeah. First. That would have been entertaining. Yeah. Or just any sort of imposing villain like that, like... Maybe he there's he's like president or oh. something, and then he leads like a, a resistance to the, like he's basically an anti mutant kind of guy except for he's okay. Marvel. Sure. So he's like the leader of. So maybe he leads the Sarkovia Accords instead of Hulk Man. Yeah, he'd be better for that. <laughs> what else? I do like Hulk Man. Um, or he could be like even better than that. Like maybe he throws like, he's he does a a huge coup somehow. He's like, but, oh. hmm, perhaps it's entirely possible. Again, we'll get this, back we need you. an episode where we write this out. All right, Kevin Feige will get back yeah, to the details yeah. of how John Goodman gets into the MCU. I, there's, I mean, they're taking everyone. Next, like, I think the, the hardest cast is Daniel Day-Lewis, but he will definitely eventually come on due to money. They will offer him an island, maybe a country. But he doesn't care. He, you don't think he'd like to own France? He's got integrity. Is integrity worth more than France? I don't think Marvel's quite got France money yet. Oh, they will. <laughs> Wait for phase four. Um, so let's let's wrap up these first uh, few segments. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also didn't do a marriage sucks versus no, it doesn't fit today. Mm. You get married while, while last we spoke? Um... No, but okay. I got super liked on Tinder. So oh, close. wow. Yeah, pretty That's basically, close. you should put a ring on that. Yeah. Was she, is she Rihanna attractive, as you say? I've never seen a picture of Rihanna, but... Uh, no. <laughs> okay. You had to think about it, though. So she might kind of be. Yeah. A little. Yes. Sure. Okay. Um, what's her name for the 5 billion fans? Uh, Brianna. <laughs> Uh, of Tarth? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Game of Thrones character. Uh-huh. Um, even though that's not her real name. Uh, anyway, let's, let's, let's just... I thought it was Brienne. Is it? Yeah. Sure. Brienne of I Tarth. don't remember. Okay. Is that When's that coming back? Like 2019. 2019? Yeah. April. But Westworld's coming back soon. Next week? Yeah. That's the same weekend as Infinity War, I think. Yeah. And guess what I'm more excited for? Westworld. Are you authentically more excited for Westworld? Were you that attached to Westworld? I did like Westworld. I a lot. liked Westworld a I, lot too. Oh, but Am I'm, I excited for it? Well, I'm not excited for episode one. I'm excited for the, the series. series to unfold. Yeah, yeah. I, kinda, it's just I one might of those just shows. wait to, for, to binge it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're definitely not excited because you're seeing Avengers opening night. Yeah. I mean, if they if they just put Netflix style, I'd be probably I might be more hyped for Westworld. Well, they if, won't because yeah. it's HBO. But if they were, mm-hmm. then maybe. Get that HBO. You hear us? Yeah. Uh, get your shit together. Um, so let's just plan out this this uh, weekend, and we will drop this episode before Infinity Wars. Ep. Yeah. Uh, we will go to the theater. I'm gonna get. All, I'm gonna plan to leave work like four, mm-hmm. and get there then. And scope out if there's a line or not. I'm gonna buy my ticket at lunch, by the way. I recommend you do the same. The same like we did for Black Panther. Okay. Just in case. Mm-hmm. 
then we get our tickets, then we go show up, wait in line. We'll, let's aim for the second showing, the second standard showing, which I think is 7.30, maybe 7.40. Okay. We're probably not going to make the 7 because that's probably the most sought out one on Thursday. Yeah. But we can deal with the second. Mm -hmm. And then we'll leave and we'll do this pod at mm -hmm. 10.30. Yep. Um, and then Friday you work all day. <laughs> For 18 hours. That is going to be a long Saturday day. I'm shooting a wedding, so I get to work all day. Okay. <laughs> so this is really, we got to make, this is a narrow window. Yeah. The stakes have never been higher, just like the film Infinity War. Uh, so really, we're just living the lives of our favorite heroes. Yeah, just as high stakes. Just as high stakes. If we don't record and post this, we lose maybe a million fans. I don't know. We've never not posted uh, a... a Pod after you since know farther movie, than, since uh, since Ragnarok, yeah, which since was the Ragnarok. first one we were caught up for. Yeah, other than Homecoming, which you you weren't caught up for, I was caught up for. Yeah, of course you were. Um, so that's the plan. Look for that next week after you hear this, maybe in a few days, because this is probably going to drop on a Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Great. Look forward to it. What do you say we dive into Isle of Dogs? I love dogs. Is exactly. that what you said? Yeah. Is that what? That is what I said. Okay. Um, yeah. What a clever title right off the yeah. bat. Yeah. Uh, why don't you give your Avengers first? Because this is the, usually when you talk me into watching a movie. Uh, yeah. I'd probably give this, it's tough to say, like a five out of six. Five out of six. Yeah. This is as good as Thor Ragnarok in your eyes. Yeah. I mean, again, this is a very different scale because this is like... It's the same scale. It's, it's a different... This, <laughs> in terms of the art, it was so much more interesting. And like visually, it was so much more interesting. And I love that Wes Anderson, uh, just the storybook style that he presents his films in. Uh -huh. Just like without the super square, symmetrical so scenes. Let's, let's dive stuff. a little into the history. What Wes Anderson have you seen and have you no, enjoyed uh, it? Genuinely not that much. Okay. I have enjoyed it. Um, but what have you seen? So I've seen Moonrise Kingdom. Okay. Uh, the latest one he did before Isle of Dogs. Hotel. Grand yeah. Grand Budapest Hotel. Grand Budapest Hotel. Which other one have I seen? Rushmore? More, one more. No, not Rushmore. Royal Tenenbaums. Life Aquatic. I, I've seen most of Royal Tenenbaums. I think I saw it on like TBS or something stupid. <laughs> wow. Must not have been a great film. Well, I, I came in... Like, I, I turned on the TV and it was on and I watched it from where it, really it was wasn't to on the TBS. End. That is so not their clientele. It was some, was like TNT, I don't know, some like network station huh. or some cable station. Like, it wasn't like a movie station. Interesting. Um, well. FX, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that also, I can't imagine this would be on FX. It's, yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, Rushmore is his first film, and that is my favorite. I've seen one other one of his. Maybe it's Rushmore. No, definitely not. I'm just going to look up his filmography okay. real quick. Great. Sure. Um, why don't we uh, mention our sponsors of the episode, which is uh, Disney. Disney is paying for this, mm -hmm. and they are full advocates and support us. Because in addition to all of the content we, you know, all the fans we bring to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, you know, they just give us billions of dollars. I've seen uh, most of Darjeeling Unlimited 2. Darjeeling Unlimited 2. 
The sequel. <laughs> the sequel, yeah. Uh-huh. And how was it? It was good. Okay. Well, what did it what did it have that the first one lacked? Uh it was unlimited whereas the first one was limited. Just limited. Yeah. Okay. Darjeeling unlimited too. Interesting. Hmm. But so you haven't even finished any of these movies. Well, I mean, I finished Grand Budapest Hotel, Moonrise Kingdom, and Isle of Dogs. <laughs> I would have finished the rest of them, but I didn't. Those were both on uh, like TBS. <laughs> TBS. <laughs> the same channel that has what's that terrible show that that I've just seen advertisements for that I would like never watch. No idea. It's it's uh, a Caucasian man who gets adopted by an Asian family that runs a bar. Hmm. And it looks so terrible. Sounds good. Maybe we should do an app on it. <laughs> Whatever this show is. We, I mean... Yeah, I have no idea. It's, I'll, I'll figure it. I might remember it before the end of this app. Um, the only one I've seen is Rushmore. Uh, and I like Rushmore. I definitely enjoy Rushmore. I yeah, I need to go back through film. His, dis- or his filmography. His discography. Maybe I'll do that after I finish Kurosawa. Sure, if you got time. Yeah. It's very time-consuming. Well, he's a big influence on Wes Anderson, so... That's fair. Yeah. Um, so, I'm I'm going to go ahead and just mention, I won't give my review... Well, maybe I'll wait. I'll wait till the end. Uh, to no, give I saw review. a short he did, too, called Castello... Abbott and Castello. Cavalcanti? Cavalcanti? I don't know what it was from, but I, it, was, it stars Ben Schwartzman. Oh. Jason Schwartzman. John Ralphio. Yeah, so it's Ben Schwartz. <laughs> I was listening to a Ben Schwartz podcast on the way over. Okay. So that's why my confusion. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, it's a great podcast. Yeah, material. yeah, no, I'm going to be uh, completely honest with you. Uh, this movie was a little bit of a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like this movie. Yeah. I expect that. Yeah. You did expect that. Yeah, and you still totally. told me to see it. Sure. I've told you, I'd give you, hey, Jordan, you should really try out Thor. You made me watch You'd Hulk, like that. Iron Man 2. The first Thor wasn't even that good. I but, like it, but <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> Captain America, I'm just the saying, first Avengers. I recommend so many great things to you, and you recommend Phantom Thread. Great movie. Oh, my God. Slam Dunk. Even though I think I did run. watch that before you. It was just came up in my movie club. We watched mm-hmm. that, and I was like, we're going to do an ep on this. Yeah. Jordan's and we're great up great up that was oh my god garbage so what didn't you like about this movie I well first of all there's a lot of do you like Wes Anderson dialogue yeah no I think the dialogue is the strongest part that's interesting of his because I think does he have the same does he write and direct everything uh, this one was written with three other people, but he was a He writer. has those two other, or I think the people who wrote, maybe they helped him with Royal Tenenbaums, the people who wrote the Meyerowitz stories on mm-hmm. Netflix, the Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, uh, Robert De Niro? No, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that movie, yeah. you know? I think those writers are somehow, have worked with Wes Anderson on something. Yeah. I don't know what. He's got a very interesting dialogue style. It's yeah. like... Well, I usually love it. Like, that's the redeeming quality of this movie. I have a, a few nitpicky Jordan things huh. um, that we'll get to as we explain the plot. Yeah. But overall, uh, let's just start describing the movie. Let's let's just dive right in. Um, so I'm curious what you want to like about the <laughs> Great. The camera work for me in Wes Anderson's well, not filming movie anything. is so fun. 
They're not filming anything. Yeah, they are. They're taking pictures. Of what? The, 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 the figures. So this is all... The whole time I was the just stop like... stop motion. The whole time I was just like, why am I not watching Team America World Police right now? Because, oh my god, <laughs> this is so much better than that. Uh, but just like the way they the camera like scoots over to see something that scoots right back to the position it was, it's all very exact, all very precise in a way that you can't quite do with a real yeah, camera. Yeah, I definitely noticed that. But I was just like, stop moving, camera. I'm trying to look at this thing. And also the way it, like, uh, racked focus between the different elements. It was a lot of stuff that just would be impossible if you were if you weren't doing stop motion. Yeah. I understand. And it's so satisfying. What other stop motion movies have there been other than Team America World Police? Well, there's the guy that does all, like, Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit. Is that stop motion? Yeah. They actually build all of those chickens out of clay? Mm-hmm. Really? As far as I know. Huh. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I figured that was all CGI. And then what Claymation. else is stop motion? Uh, Isn't Claymation different from stop motion? There's a movie called Mary and Max. Uh-huh. I mean, it's the same principle. Okay. And it was, uh, Mary and Max was, a, or I think that's the name of it. It's about these two characters so. who are pin pals. Okay. And one's a girl who lives in Australia and the other's a guy who lives in New York. Okay. Spoilers. Um, that's the premise of the movie. <laughs> and that's 90 minutes of that. Yeah. It was a good. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't like it. Oh, but okay. I well, thank you for being it's honest It's got Philip Seymour Hoffman in it, I think. You did tell me that this movie was, quote, neat. Yeah. Uh, okay. It was neat. <laughs> there was, Thor didn't even throw his hammer at anyone. That's neat. This is... A dog chewed another dog's ear off. Ugh. Like a fake dog. Um... So uh, this, the this, Thor's hammer's not real. <laughs> it's real to me. <laughs> this movie starts out with all dogs being thrown on a garbage island. Yeah. Defend that. What do you mean? How would that happen in real life? Because the 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 leader, the mayor, <laughs> uh huh, of the city. Yes. Megasaki. Was against dogs. Correct. Because he's four cats, so he banished all dogs because he doesn't like them. Do you know anyone who would who choose cats over dogs to the point where all dogs would have to live on a garbage island? Sure, the mayor of Kobayashi City. Or Mayor Kobayashi. Megasaki. Yeah. His name was Kobayashi. Yes, correct. Yeah. I just watched it an hour ago. <laughs> Finished my popcorn pretty quick. And the whole time I honestly was like my first half hour or so into the movie i'm like this is kind of like jumanji where i really really enjoy the character interactions hmm. and hate everything else about this film hmm. uh and then it, I, I don't get how you're not like enamored by the art style how is that not just fun to look at for you um it's just i don't know it's pretty boring like in all the effort that went into it, like it's so crafted, I didn't so watch the effort. Maybe if you make a documentary about all of these people making all of these, uh, but you figures, can see it; it's evident on the screen. All I'm seeing is not Thor's hammer, and I'm pretty peeved about it. Ugh. So, but basically, I mean, just are you going to justify his crazy actions? A lot of people what in this crazy action. He sends all dogs to a garbage island. That's the plot of the movie. Yeah. You're thinking the about plot the plot of Winter Soldier is an American gets converted into a German or Russian or something operative. Yeah. In a semi-realistic world. This is like a fairy tale. It's like uh, uh So it's okay. It's like what's it called? <laughs> the um Winter Soldier. The movie we did earlier this year with the fish guy. Oh, Shape of Water. Shape of Water. It's That's... not all literal. 
It's just, it's like a, it's a storybook. Do you have any great theories that you can convey to me like you did with Shape of Water about mm. what this movie was really about? Well, I'm sure that actually exists. But you I'm, don't know it. I don't have any. I, I enjoyed this movie on a very superficial level the first time I watched it. I was just so enamored with looking at it. I might go rewatch this. Ugh. Um, why? Well, now I'm trying to think of what the deeper meaning is. <laughs> I figured you'd have it figured out. Yeah. That's really the only episode of this podcast where you'd convince me to rate something higher hmm. via describing. Maybe some MCU movie. Yeah, that I convinced you like an Oscar Award winner. <laughs> yeah, I did not like that dur- during the first watch. Yeah, uh, and then after we talked about it, I saw I got it. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm, but curious how I could sway this for you because I think. Like, the visuals alone are so okay. endearing to me. I really, and then you add that with the characters. You add that to dogs. I mean, I'm a huge dog fan in general. Sure, who's not? Probably. I love dogs. I love mm. dogs. But you love dogs like I love dogs? Probably not. Yeah. Um, uh, are you one of those people? I think we might have talked about this before. Not on the podcast, mm-hmm. but just in real life. Yeah. Uh, you consider dogs people? Mm, I'd consider dogs... Better than people okay. most of the time. Okay, so <laughs> I wouldn't like value a dog's life over a person's okay. life. Sure. But if you were like, hey, Jordan, you want to go meet five dogs or five people? I'm going to go meet five dogs. That's fair. That's understandable. Yeah. Joey, my roommate in college, who's been on the pod. Yeah. Um, your friend, I think it's safe to say at this point. Mm-hmm. He'd probably tolerate you. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We've slept in the same bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, his whole family's mentality... Uh, definitely his mother, himself, and his sister. I don't know how his dad feels about dogs. I mean, he mm-hmm. definitely likes them. But his mother and Joey are definitely, like, dogs are people, too. They can sit in the people seats in the car. Yeah. Uh, they can eat what people eat for dinner as long as it's not of... A well-trained dog is, like... A human. Nearly, yeah. No. They're, they're a part of the family. Um, I can understand part of the family. I don't... Anyone who says that dogs are people too, they're they're literally not. <laughs> yeah, but like I would, their suffering to me is, is a dog suffering. Yeah, is, how so? Is, is similar to a human suffering. What? How have you seen a dog suffer? No, I'm saying if a dog is suffering, I What's think that f- is like like if someone is the type of person who would hurt a dog. Yeah, I think the butterfly just as kid. bad as the kind of person that would hurt a person. Yeah, sure. But how do you feel about someone who hurts dolphins? Ah, uh, yeah, that's bad too. That's is there any animal you're okay with like just being super belligerently violent toward? Hmm. Like lower life, like like bugs. Where do you draw fish, the line? Like I don't know. Where do you draw? I mean, the line? I don't think you should be recklessly violent to any living creature. What if it's funny? No, <laughs> never for a funny. Reason. The only reasonable. Uh, reason to kill something to eat it to hunt yeah uh, yeah is exactly for, for protein or for it's the survival of its own species like i know some hunting is to because the populations would grow too large and then the yep. animals would yep. die anyway and, and then you can make jokes about it while you're thinning the herd uh, i mean i think you can make jokes about anything <laughs> i don't think the killing should be the joke <laughs> what so what's the funny part of me hitting a deer with my car no, that's probably nothing funny about that. No, that's I have a serious car. car bill. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you passed the test. <laughs> you didn't laugh. Um, I nearly hit a deer the your... other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let's not talk about it here. Pass through it like uprights. <laughs> Two deers. 
Oh my! Yeah, that's a lot of deers. Mm-hmm. It's two. They were that were sort of making a gate. Well, one was in front of my car, so you're and then against. I drove, it, it moved out of my way, and the other deer was coming to move into my way. And you're against, like, intentionally... It's like a game of Frogger. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if, all right, say in that scenario, you, Jordan Carl Peoples, mm-hmm. ran into one of those deer. Yeah. Your car's totaled. Yeah. And you have to buy a new car. I don't think it would total my car. It totals sure. your car. Uh, maybe my, I'm driving Seth's car. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's car got totaled by hit a deer when really? he hit a deer. What kind of car did he have? He had the same thing you did, really, except the Toyota version. The same. Was he build. blindsided by it? Because I like um, I had time to slow down a little bit. He was blindsided. Okay. And he it basically just bent the frame of the car. Huh. And then they couldn't. I mean, basically, a total is just it costs more to fix it than, than the it's car's worth. worth. Yeah. And this car was pretty old at that point. Yeah. But. Basically, if you, if you did hit a car, your car is totaled, um, your family rubles are bankrupt, all of your money has been taken away from you. Sure. All of my, my vast <laughs> empire Your riches, your yeah. podcast money. Uh-huh. Um, Not all my podcast money. All, it's all gone. <laughs> oh, jeez. Good thing I invested mine in stocks. Yeah. In Netflix, because Netflix is booming right now. Yeah. Uh, sure. You're welcome, me. Um, <laughs> but, so, say, you you don't have a car anymore. And mm-hmm. you are forced to walk everywhere. Yeah, why is... I thought this was just going to be about the deer. So I'm, I'm just painting, <laughs> I'm painting a, a gruesome picture. So now, there's a parallel universe yep. that you can choose to live in if you want. Uh-huh. And the parallel universe is you get out of your car before the deer come, then the deer come anyway, and you hit them with a stick a lot until they die, and you constantly crack jokes about it. Which one would you rather live in? Constantly crack jokes about <laughs> about killing this deer. So I I trans I go to an alternate universe where uh-huh. I'm kind of a sadist. <laughs> well, the weird I, thing I, I enjoy killing things. No, just this one instance. You just have to do. It I one just time. snapped. <laughs> the weird thing is, there's no one around, and you're just cracking jokes to yourself about killing this deer. Yeah. Is it acceptable in that scenario to make a joke about murdering an animal? Uh, I think it's you can make jokes about anything. You can make jokes about murdering animals. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. You can make a joke about killing a dog. I just don't think you should kill dogs. <laughs> but you can joke about it all you want. Okay. But you can joke about literally anything. Well, what if you do it? If you do something, then it's harder to joke about. Yes. If you do it, it shouldn't be for a joke. <laughs> if so, it happens accidentally... And then you make a joke to relieve some of the tension? I yeah. can understand that. So, so which of these two parallel universes would you prefer? Uh, I guess the one where I beat the deer to death. Because <laughs> the other th- is really inconvenient. I also <laughs> probably wouldn't... Like, which universe I prefer would be that one. Mm-hmm. If you gave me a stick and told me, you got to beat that deer to death and or make Or you jokes, go back to the other universe. Yes. Yeah. I probably couldn't do it. You don't think so? No. What if your life depended on it? If the deer was going to hit you with a stick and start cracking jokes about it until you... Yeah, I wouldn't die. I I wouldn't let a deer kill me with a stick. (laughs) You have to decide quick. You have to decide quickly. Yeah, I choose not death. Okay. So you will kill the deer and comment about it with, like, satire and just really (laughs) funny jokes. Yeah, really biting wit. (laughs) Okay, so you would do that. That is not... You're not above that. (laughs) <laughs> this is insane. What are you trying to walk me into? I think I got you to say all I wanted to say. Um, <laughs> all right. Which is that I wouldn't kill a deer. You just said you would. 
if it was going to kill me. If, or if, if you were going to live in a parallel universe without a car, without wow. any money. But I said I wouldn't do it, but I would prefer to live in that universe. Where you kill the deer and laugh about it. Yes. Okay. But I also couldn't do it. <laughs> but you're living in the universe where you do it. Yeah. <laughs> if I could. You can understand my confusion. Well, if I was living in that universe, I obviously wouldn't have this opinion. But I do have this opinion. That's true. Yeah. So, so it'd be a different me. So you don't even, you have no interest <laughs> in going to the other universe where you have no car and you have to walk around and all of your podcast money has been taken away from you. I mean, you. that would suck. Yeah. So you don't want to I mean, like right that. now, it's like the world's open to me because I got all this podcast yeah, money. Yeah, no, exactly. I can go wherever I want. Exactly. The sky's the limit. Do whatever I want to do. Yes. But that being said. Uh, <laughs> We're not talking about Isle of Dogs <laughs> at all. I just want you to get to admit, I just want to, want you to admit that this movie sucked ass. It really did. <laughs> um, so, there's no problem with the mayor sending all these dogs to Garbage Island. No, that's the premise of the movie. That's the, the premise of Winter Soldier is a German man, or an American gets turned into a German super soldier. Yeah. And why is that dumb? Because that movie takes place in a fictionalized real world. <laughs> it's not a fairy tale. I mean, they're in a world it's, with it's Avengers a, and aliens, which you don't believe what in. What it's about is tone. Okay. So just the fact that this... What if that was made in stop motion? Would you like that more? Yes. Okay. Really? I'd like any movie better in stop motion. I <laughs> any like stop movie. motion a lot. Yeah. Any movie at all. As a kid, I made like stop motion Lego films. Sure. We all did. Yeah. I did. Stop motion's great. Everyone did. Yeah, but... I, what the... <laughs> Oh, ah! <laughs> what? Stop motion's really fun to look at. Is this any is... movie? You'd rather watch Phantom Thread stop motion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nuts. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I can't even talk about how overwhelming an idea that is. Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson doing stop motion. Ooh-wee. And, and Daniel Day-Lewis, what, voice acting? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Okay, that sounds like a worse version of I this movie that I already fucking hated. Why don't you like stop motion? It's so strange. <laughs> what? Maybe that's why. It's strange. But in such a... So, it's such a, a suspended reality. That's kind of like... Part of me likes black and white movies. Mm -hmm. Or I think it's easier to suspend disbelief in a black and white movie than a color movie. Okay. Just because it's got that step away from reality. Like anything that's you all can it do... Takes. I, I, it's not all it takes. I just think anything you do that changes, like, like a straight camera shooting, uh -huh. adds something or it makes it a little bit easier. But at the same time, the subversion of that is true too. Like a really authentic, like Blair Witch Project kind of filming mm -hmm. can also elevate a film. So it, it just depends on the context. So any plot hole I might find with this film, you're just going to shrug off as it's a fairy tale. I don't think. Okay, but. This, like, that's clearly a super over-the-top crazy thing, but it's the premise yes. of the story. Yes, a super over-the-top crazy thing. Yeah. Like aliens invading. Yeah, well, because basically this movie goes, the the first, if you were, like, writing a synopsis or something, mm -hmm. you'd say, imagine a world where a mayor wants to get rid of all the dogs and put them on an island. Yep. That is just the, that's just what you're handed. Okay. It's it's off of that foundation which everything else is built. And you don't ask why. Uh, that's kind of like. It's like the foundational principles, like like that's like uh, gravity works. 
And yeah. our entire world is based on the fact that gravity works. <laughs> if, if I it had didn't... a nickel for every argument that we had that went back to how gravity works, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'd have all your podcast money. I'm just saying. We don't know. <laughs> okay. So, like, if, if you ask me to, to tell you the process by which we are held to the Earth, I could say it's gravity. But mm-hmm. if you're like, but really, how does that work? How does matter bend space-time in such a way that your feet stay planted to the ground? I couldn't tell you. Uh-huh. But for our world to exist, that must be true. And even though we both can't explain it, like, we, it's like, why is this Dog Island thing? It doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Gravity doesn't make a lot of sense. But it does exist, uh-huh. and we depend on it for the story of our lives. <laughs> I guess I'm just frustrated because... There's some things you just got to accept. That so is what on. I've been trying to... I have 21 movies of me trying to get you to accept shit. No, no, because these 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 set the story and then do things that aren't believable within that framework. Kevin and that's Feige, where the problem is. Kevin Feige is handing you, Jordan, here's a universe where one, vibranium can defy gravity no, and but stay this in is, place. The, the premise for Captain America isn't imagine a world where just people do random shit all the time. It's imagine a world where there's a super serum given to a soldier. Yep. And, but but beyond that, everyone behaves as if they would normally. Uh, mm, I mean, not everyone. It's like there's aliens. It's like here's the one change. The one change is this is possible. You think that's the only change? Generally, yeah. It's supposed to be semi-realistic. It's taking place in World War II, which was a real event. <laughs> like it, it has the. I mean, so is Inglorious Bastards. It's just like and so Hitler died. In it's that. just like imagine the world with this one change. This movie is saying. Like, it's way beyond that. It's so, not imagine this world like that. It's imagine, here's a whole new world. So in Glorious Bastards, when they shoot Hitler at the end, even though everything up to this point has been realistic World War II, what is the in- piece of information that they give you at the beginning of that movie that makes it acceptable to murder Hitler at the end of it? Well, because it, it's believable for the characters that you're given. It, it's, it's it's imagine World War II with these characters. Okay. And then they give you the characters. The characters are over the top, extra violent. There's like the scene where he comes out and he's hitting the ba- baseball bat on the walls. So it's an elevated, more violent World War II. And it, it also it sets you up with the, the woman who becomes, who owns the theater or whatever. Like there are all the details changed. And each of the characters' actions within their roles make sense. So, so it's just the pieces you start with add up to that being the conclusion. So imagine a world where vibranium exists, a billionaire builds robot suits, and everybody is great at coding. That's the world that I'm throwing you into. Yeah, everyone's so good at coding. And you have a huge problem with this world for some reason. And it's specifically the world. Yeah, because it's supposed to be Imagine Our World plus superheroes. Okay. If if this if they started me on like a different planet and they're like, here's what computers work as dogs takes place on Earth. Yeah. But like clearly a fantasy Earth. <laughs> That's you not how Japan are... literally is. That uh well, you don't think there's a trash island? No. Or a mayor. Mm, they might have mayors. That's what I thought. <laughs> I think this is a pretty straight copy of Japan. Yeah, it's clearly like a character okay. of Japan. Um, so thank you for the gravity lecture. Uh, I That was a very small part of that long conversation. <laughs> um, um, I think the interesting part of this episode is there are three MCU characters in this movie that are somehow connected to the MCU. Ed Norton. ScarJo. And Jeff Goldblum. Yes. How are all three of them... First of all, how do they become dogs? Second of all, 
I mean, I guess it is this movie of... takes place in 2028. Mm. So you think Thanos turns everyone to dogs? Could be. Time snow. Well, ScarJo is probably going to live. Jeff Goldblum will also probably live. Edward Norton, we haven't seen him in a while. I, honestly, there's a bold prediction. I don't think Jeff Goldblum's going to be in this movie. Well, I mean, not this movie. <laughs> He'll be in the future of the MCU. Yeah, maybe for a Thor movie or something. You think they'll do Thor 4? Thor? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to make a pun with this, but I got nothing. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, maybe... Will they do a Thor 4? Yeah, they could. What if it was poor? <laughs> like a low Rotten Tomato score. <laughs> Norse mythology? Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you think if they did four and it got a poor score that they'd close the door on doing more? Thors? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, yes. You think everyone in the audience is clapping right now? Yeah. Like a standing O? Yes. Everyone, <laughs> someone in their car just wrecked because of how fucking hilarious that joke was. <laughs> that was after they stopped their car and got out of the car to yeah, beat, no. beat a deer to death while cracking jokes. Oh, well, you know, that's fair. Um, so how do you, how do you think this ties to the MCU? All these people? Like, I, I don't. First of all, Edward Norton hasn't been there forever. What what period of time does this take place in the MCU? The future, 2028. <sighs> I assume it's in the same timeline. Uh, yeah, obviously. It's part of the MCU. So yeah, where, where do you think Edward Norton's come back? Do you think Edward Norton and Mark Ruffalo actually weren't the same person? And that Edward Norton, while he was running away, met up with this guy. He's like, hey, I've got this Hulk power. Mm -hmm. And I can't get rid of it. Unless I have a host to trade it okay. with. Okay, so I'm listening. He takes, he takes out his green blood and he puts it in the yep. other guy. Mark Ruffalo. And Mark Ruffalo is, I'm willing to take this burden on for you. And he's also and, Bruce Banner as well. And then he just gives him his name and everything. Well, and, then, and then while he's grabbing the syringe, okay. he accidentally he, he puts it down on the table. He goes to do something else. Okay. He picks up the next syringe. It's a dog syringe. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he injected yeah. himself with dog DNA. Yeah, which turns what an into idiot. a dog. And he spilled the, the rest of uh, of um, his, the syringe on his birth certificate. Sure. It's Bruce Banner's <laughs> birth certificate. Yeah, and then... Uh, Meanwhile, Scarlett Johansson, of course, she's just a super spy. Yeah, that's but, true. But Infiltrating because she's a spy... No, no, because she's a spy, okay. she's like, I noticed that Mark Ruffalo doesn't look like Edward Norton. No one else okay. had seen this. Okay. She's a spy, yeah, remember. That's true. Very keen eye. Yeah, no, those spies... <laughs> And so she's like, I got to investigate what happened to the real Bruce Banner. Uh huh. And so she Good. goes to the lab. Oh. And she says, This is interesting. Maybe this <laughs> the maybe universal syringe. lab that they all share. Well, no, she's she searched the world for the. And she found lab. the one lab. Yeah, and in she, all of the world. She picks up this syringe. She's like, okay. I wonder if this has his blood on it. And then she, let me taste she, it. She turns around to go okay. test it. Mm -hmm. She trips. Oh no! Oh, a prick in the arm. Oh god. god. Oh shit. How does she turn back though? Or is this all in the future? This is all in the future. Oh, okay. All in the future. So this I is this is 2027. Turns. Okay. Ooh. And then we got like 18 more Marvel films before this one drops. Yeah. And so then, meanwhile, Jeff Goldblum, mm -hmm. he's being rich in the stars. Yeah. And then there's a slave rebellion on his planet. Okay. Yeah. He gets ousted. True. He goes into yeah. an escape pod. Okay. He he. Well, remember in the end of the post credit scenes, he ends up on a planet that is similar to the dog trash island. Yeah. Well, and well, no, that's just that's the same planet that yeah, he's yeah, from, yeah. but it's just kind of like that. Yeah. But anyway, so those people take him, they put him on a rocket, yeah. they send him into space. Okay. And he's just floating for, through, you know. Yeah. 
space. And yeah. Jeff Goldblum's like, uh, oh, what's that? Is that Earth? Uh, mm-hmm. And then he just lands on Earth. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, I guess I find a way. And then <laughs> that's what he does best. And uh, he gets out. He stretches. And he's like, oh, that was like 20 years in a and space And meanwhile, thing. one of his arms hits the syringe while he's stretching. Well, I was going to say, he, he looks around, he tries to get his bearings. Okay. And the only building around uh, is this lab. Is, it happens to be, the yeah, the super lab. Super secret lab, okay. Uh-huh. So you didn't even need to mention that he was stretching. Well, no, I mean, he was just like Otherwise, that. he's just a cramped this is ball. Just, this is how you build a story that's like realistic character development. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But yeah, so anyway, he goes into the lab. Okay. Um, he's, he's He sees this syringe. Uh-huh. And he, he says... <sighs> I'm not going to use this. This would be bad, <laughs> this, I'm sure. This is quite a twist. I definitely and expected so to he use goes it. to put it in the trash can. Okay. And then he he's like, oh, trash can's full. So he, okay. he bags it up. He's okay. taking it out. Yep. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a garbage yeah, bag. So the needle pokes Thin. through the hole and oh. hits him in the leg. Oh, God. <laughs> Dog. He, yeah. he gets pricked, too. Yeah. And all these people turn into dogs. Mm-hmm. And then they go about their average life, and then they get thrown to a dog island. Yep. That and is, that's the story. That, wow, I never knew that. Uh huh. Wow, and the world does now. The world knows. Yeah, that's how they, that's how you get from there to there. Expect to see that happen and unfold over the next eighteen MCU movies. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, very excited. Wouldn't that be nuts if that came true? <laughs> Even if one of them turned into a dog at any point in the series, that would be like us watching Guardians two and hearing that yeah. Brandy is the that's greatest creation is, of mankind. Is out. Uh, it would be the same level of coincidence. Yes. And slash fate. Yeah. Um, so this movie, again, it starts What else did you not like about it? Everything. I liked... My favorite part of the movie is all of the dogs talking to each other. I. You know what this movie should have been? You know that painting with all the dogs playing poker? <laughs> it should have been a My Dinner at Andre's style movie where it's just those five dogs, those five voices playing poker at this table and never leaving the room. And the whole film is that for 90 minutes in that art style. Hmm. I'd watch the shit out of that. I mean, I'd, I'd watch it. it was, you know, Wes Anderson, he's great. Well, what if this was a Michael Bay film? Then I wouldn't watch it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Even though there's dogs in it. Yeah. You're, and you love dogs. I do love dogs. So you won't watch... But there's a lot of movies with dogs in them that I haven't seen. But you would watch them because you love dogs. I don't love dogs more than I love good movies. Um, Well, I I don't love dogs in bad movies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't love dogs more than you love good movies. Well, I love dogs more than I love good movies. But I don't know... Despite saying the opposite. (laughs) Momentarily. Yes. Uh, Moments ago. I misspoke. (laughs) Okay. What I was really on saying, this podcast, is the scripted a, podcast, a dog being in a movie does not have any bearing on whether or not it's good or bad. Yep, sure. they can just be, just like people. People <laughs> are in most movies, but they can go either way. They can be good or bad. That is true. Um, so I really enjoyed the five of these dogs interacting, and then whenever the boy the boy showed up, and I'm like, I hate this kid. He kind of sucks. You don't like him? No, he hmm. sucked. So like what do you think about the song? I've lost all my pride. Do, 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 what? Into paradise. Was that the same song throughout? Because they kept using it yeah. seemed like that artist. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it was all the same song. That felt Not to me like you, poor man's car seat headrest. You. I'm like, this is car seat headrest without from, the rock and that roll. That was from 1966. Was it really? Yeah. Well, no wonder they didn't have the rock technology. 
But yeah. Name yeah. a good rock and roll band from 1966. Can't think of any. <laughs> Zero yeah. existed during that time. Well, I guess The Who was pretty good. Mm, no, they weren't out yet. But were there, there were any 67 other bands. British bands. British bands from the 60s. Um, Rolling Stones are okay. But oh, Queen? Like, no, that was 70s. Oh, shit. Uh, ooh, Bring Me the Horizon. Is that a band? Yeah, they're a metal band from not too long ago. Yeah, so not the 60s. No. Oh, shit. It has to be the 60s. I can't think of a single one. Yeah. Oh! Paul Revere. Not an American no. band. Um, the Monkees. Also American, but they have a British singer in them. I think that counts. So let's do the Monkees then. Okay, yeah. the Monkees. Yeah. Great. Agreed. Um, but... I hated this kid. Yeah. I only liked watching the five, the main five dogs interact with each mm -hmm. other. And then halfway through the movie, maybe, yeah, about halfway, uh, they get separated and Brian Cranston's dog is with the boy from now on. And then the other dogs appear to go into a disintegration chamber mm -hmm. or whatever. And I thought... Incinerator. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like disintegration chamber. Yeah. I thought, is Wes Anderson ballsy enough to kill off the only thing about this movie that I enjoy right now? Yeah. I bet he is. Well, that is so funny. Just like them, when it cuts back to them, we're like, huh, yeah. we're not dead. <laughs> yeah. I, again, like just watching. And then they, but they might as well have been dead because they weren't really in the rest of the movie as significantly as they were in the first half. Yeah. They were in it, but they didn't speak. They had very few lines. Yeah. And that was my favorite part of the film. Hmm. So my favorite part of the film was just immediately vanquished halfway through. Hmm. And then we get Brian Cranston's dog, Origin, which is, you know, yeah, he's he had a rough life. I feel bad for him. All those tropes. Hmm. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, are we skipping any plot points? Any, any other th crazy things that you loved about this movie? Uh, I'll, I'll just mention another couple things that I liked was the 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 fact that this was set in Japan yep. made it so that uh, the main, like the audience wouldn't understand what people were saying, which I liked because then you just understand what the dogs are saying. So it, it was a very good practical way to put that disconnect in. Okay. And then that also allowed you to have, like, the funny stuff like uh, Francis McDormand narrating as the interpreter. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just, like, there's a lot of stuff like that Hilarious. that's creative and fun. Uh, definitely not fun, per se. Uh, it's... I, do you, I guess you don't find interesting things fun. <laughs> like, when you're like, oh, that's I find amazing. them interesting. Yeah. Well, clearly fun. not that interesting because you were bored. In well, this I don't movie. think this was an interesting movie. This was a very interesting. Movie. But I do think interesting things are interesting things, and fun things are fun. Hmm. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I don't think you find interesting things as interesting as you think you do. Uh, I don't think you think interesting things are interesting. Oh, I think interesting things are very interesting. But you think they're fun for some reason. I do think interesting things are fun. I don't think they're fun. Huh. I think that's that's where we get the disconnect. And fun things can be interesting, but a lot of fun, fun things are just fun. Fun is vision throwing Ultron against a wall. No, that's fun. That's just that's just action figures, <laughs> which are fun. We bought for fun. Yeah, but you know it's funny. Is I love stop motion, which is basically just action figures. Did you never play with action figures? figures? I no, I did. Okay, who, who was your go-to? Um, what was that guy? 
Um, well, see, I didn't like licensed characters very much. Oh, God, of course you didn't. Because it's like, that's not my guy. That's just someone else's <laughs> what, guy. What, you wanted a Jordan Peoples doll? No, I just liked um, kind of neutral characters. Like, like if I had like a, a set of pirate toys or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just generic pirates. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to play with Jack Sparrow. Because Jack Why? Sparrow exists. Yeah. And I want to create my original story that has no pre-existing characters. What happened to you as a child who turned you into this? I was fresh. <laughs> I wanted original stories. <laughs> I want no rehash TV bullshit. I would That's t- why when I got I got like a Woody doll yeah. and he had Andy on his foot, I'm like, the fuck he is? He's my, he's my Woody. <laughs> this bullshit. <laughs> Don't put your name on my Woody. <laughs> I... I would get these characters. I'd get all. The, I, had, I had like all the Toy Story characters, and I would make them go on their own adventures. Like now, I'm going to take them on journeys. But he wasn't your character. Someone I, else. But I was character. fixing the characters that Pixar made. I was like, you made a pretty good movie, but it's time for my movie. And See, it's I just be wanted awesome. my own stories. I was like, I don't. Wanna, I got my own stories. I want to rehash their shit. I'm no. I got my well, own. This stories. is like this is why you like franchises so much. Do like, I? it's new stories based on the same characters that you have. Like, you have your toy box. The phase one is basically, here's your toys. Oh, and then I every movie after toys. that is just like, here's us playing with the toys. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> I love Whereas I like, I like one-off stories. I like a whole fresh batch of characters. They go through a thing, and then they're gone. Get them out of here. I'm done with them. <laughs> so that just seems like a very, I don't know. You're just using these things for br- just brief yeah, fixations. Exactly. They got a story to tell. They tell the story. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. You don't want them to stay around. Are you telling me you don't want 30 years of The Simpsons? Yes. <laughs> I'm saying Madness. I want 10 seasons of The Simpsons. That's still a lot of and stories. And then I want... That's still 300 episodes. Three seasons of Spongebob... I want... Again, that's a lot of content. Season one of Spongebob is 50 episodes. Mm. Yeah, Spongebob. After that first movie kind of died... Did you not like the movie? No, I liked the movie. Yeah. After the first movie, it died. Did you like the second movie? It was less good. I got you a poster of it. Yeah. It was better than the TV show around when that movie okay. was made, but it was worse, worse than, than the oh, previous movie. Previous movie and previous all the episodes. All of the episodes. Yeah, it was worse than all of them. Even the worst episode? Yeah. I'm trying to think what the worst episode Probably is. Probably Suds. What's Suds? It's one where he gets oh, where sick. He's sick. Yeah. yeah, that one sucked. Yeah. I also don't like the, the best one. part was the hand coming in and using him as a sponge. <laughs> I also don't like the one uh, where he gets stuck in Sandy's uh, house and he needs water. I was mm. frustrated as a child. I'm like, just give him some water. Water! Yeah. I need! That's a fun voice. It was least. a fun bit. <laughs> but I was just more frustrated with the episode. <laughs> best episode? Hmm. Chocolate. The chocolate salesman. That door to door chocolate one salesman. That is, uh, Chocolate with nuts, I think, is the name of the episode, or maybe I don't know. That's the best episode. Hmm. That is a really cool one. Yeah. The guy with glass bones and paper skin. Yeah. <laughs> every morning I break my arms. Every night I break my legs. Like, cry myself to sleep or something. Patrick, we need to be more persistent. Knock knock. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Slam door. Uh, what other? This is. There's a lot of great. That's episodes. a fun. Yeah, no, that's a fun animated show. This is not a fun animated movie. This is a very fun animated It's movie. not fun. It's so much fun. I think we just need to, before we make each other watch these films, we need to iron out our definition of fun. Hmm. Must include... Well, it, since one we're talking about SpongeBob, I would say F is for friends that mm-hmm. do stuff together. Okay. U is for ukulele. 
in is for anywhere and anytime at all down here in the deep blue sea. Did you just make that up? No, that's the fun song from SpongeBob. <laughs> uh, what was Plankton's version? A- F is for fire that burns down the whole town. U, U is, is for uranium, uranium bombs. N is for no survivors. <laughs> when you get it gets cut off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm impressed you remembered that. Yeah, big SpongeBob fan. There's a. I might have mixed some of SpongeBob's verses together because he has a couple. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, but Plankton's was right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, only that's one verse. Yeah. U is for uranium bombs. It's, it's longer pause. Uranium yeah. bombs. <laughs> <laughs> all, in, all in the context of the song. Uh, so, what other. Why, oh, also, another big problem of mine. Uh, Shh. There was a dog that had explosive teeth in his mouth. Yeah. The entire time. Uh huh. And at no point was he gonna like run into the wall accidentally, or just one of those would randomly go off and he would die. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and a winter soldier cannot be an American spot. But that's what the tooth did. They said, "Here's this tooth. This is how it works." There was a scene in the fir- in Captain America one. Where he gets the spy, or he catches the spy, and the ca- the spy uh, swallows a cyanide pill, mm-hmm. and you're like, "How did he do that? He didn't have, or he didn't have enough, um, or he just used his tongue to get it." Yeah, because his. I don't remember was, that being a plot hole. You had a big problem with it on the pod, mm-hmm. much like I am having a similar problem with teeth capsules, essentially mm. that explode. I'm trying to remember at least the cyanide about that. You said it would be too hard to use your tongue to get rid of the get the tooth out of your socket. But well, if it was in as for. good as a normal tooth, it probably wasn't. That was yeah. my argument. Surely not. We are re- we are rehashing episode 6 of this podcast. <sighs> 40 I mean, episodes if later. someone could tell us what was actually the argument there. That was the I'm argument. I'm telling. It. That was the argument. I'm buying it. <laughs> Why would I lie to you? <laughs> to win an argument on some silly podcast. <laughs> I, I don't need to lie to do that. I've done it clearly. 18 do. movies uh-uh. and several other spinoff films. That, you never changed my mind on a movie. I either liked it and liked it or didn't and didn't. I just reminded you of a fun thing about Ultron that you liked. That you otherwise wouldn't have remembered. You reminded me. That's of not a part you liked. I haven't changed your opinion still, on any of these. I don't think. I think so. I boosted your Civil War score up a bit, and then I boosted mm. maybe your Guardians score. Oh, I always liked Guardians. Guardians Two. Might have gone up because well, I talked about Brandy a lot. I definitely that was, that was the movie. I loved that the movie <laughs> did that. Yeah, that's definitely inferior to Guardians One, though. Yes. Probably just the only fantastic part of that movie is the fact that the Brandy line. And some of the visuals yeah. were cool. There's some jokes. But, yeah. And don't the, get me the wrong. song, the um, Come Way A Little Bit Closer, I like one. that. Yeah, that one too. There's, there's some good songs. Yeah. So curious for the Guardians 3 soundtrack. Dropping in 2020. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think that wraps up this episode. Do you um, want to give a rating for Yeah, I'm going to give this... Uh, I, I was thinking, do I like this more than Phantom Thread? And the first half, I definitely did a lot more than the second half. Hmm. And then the second half got rid of my only enjoyable part of the first half. And as a result, I think I'm going to have to give this movie two Avengers. You know what I want to do? What? I want to do a podcast where you have a binary rating system. Like or don't like? Like or don't like. Thumbs up, mm. thumbs down. 
Impossible. Can't be done. Could I could go through all the all the movies right now, and whether or not you like them, yeah. I think we should save the the beginning of Infinity War the podcast. I want us to rank the films, and I'm just going to give you your scores and your spreadsheets, and wow. then see. Well, if we have you, so much to talk about. Yeah, but I mean, we always talk for 45 minutes before the movie, and then that's going to be it especially long because I probably have two hours worth of material to say about that movie. Oh, geez. That pod might be as long as the film was. No, <laughs> it'll be so late. Um, but you can binary rank these right now if you want. Thumbs up Iron Man, thumbs down Hulk, thumbs down Iron Man 2. Thor is close, but I guess a thumbs up. Captain America is a thumbs down. Avengers is a thumbs down. Iron Man 3 is a tentative thumbs up. Thor 2 is a thumbs down. Captain Thor America 2 is a thumbs Hulk. down? Yeah. You said you liked Thor 2. Hmm. Uh, but I don't want to see it again. So you'd watch Thor? Wait, why not? I don't know. Just don't. And then uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, thumbs down. Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy, thumbs up. Ant-Man, thumbs down. Civil War, thumbs up. Doctor Strange, thumbs up. Guardians 2 is a, you know, it's a thumbs up. And then uh, Spider-Man's thumbs up. And Ragnarok, thumbs up. Black Panther. Mm, thumbs up, yeah. Hesitate. Yeah, I don't really want to see it again, but it was good when I watched it. But mm-hmm. it's like so that's all this binary scale is. Will you watch it again? Yeah, it's kind of a binary. Would I ever want to see this, or would I change to the channel? Okay, well that is pretty much what it's saying. So you'd you, if Iron Man was on TV, you'd keep watching it for at least a little while. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't flip immediately. Like, oh, it's Iron Man, huh? Oh, Iron Man. I haven't one. seen this in a while. And Iron Man three is a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I think uh, you just said that was a thumbs down. Yeah. Even though it's Christmas. Yeah, so I, I'd watch the beginning of that, but I'd also turn it off before the end. <laughs> this bi- see, There's this no way I'd finish that. This is why we can't do a binary scale. This is chaos. Because already, if we're technically doing a binary scale, it would be any, out of the six, if any movie was above a three, then it'd be a thumbs up. But you've already said three movies that you gave above a three a thumbs down. Yeah. Including Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Which, again, is pretty solid. <laughs> I'm watching it now. There's solid parts of it, but the movie as a whole, bit weak. Mm, I don't know about weak. All right, anyway, that's been the podcast. I've been Jordan Peoples, and Marvel has sucked. If you end the Infinity War podcast with that oh, kind I will. of shitty you lingo, I will. <laughs> oh. That's the name of the podcast. I'm hoping that you'll be And asleep. I'm a sucker for our branding. <laughs> I think, I'm hoping you'll be asleep at that point in the pod. Maybe. And then I'll just, <laughs> I'll just say that you left the room and this is the end of the episode. Yeah. And I will say Marvel doesn't suck.